0: Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant and today's motivational aim targets the importance of doing things for yourself. In some higher education courses it is a requirement that students possibly purchase a book outside of the normal textbook needed for that particular course and with that supplemental book Students are advised to read certain chapters or sections of a book and present what they've read on a particular chapter to the class. Now, if you have to present on a chapter of a book and then you're instructed by your professor that each chapter is broken up by groups so they can maximize course instructional time so that students can creatively grasp the information, and that's all good, But sometimes when professors or instructors take this approach, it is because they want students to be involved in the learning process and a test will possibly follow. Now, if you are in a situation where you have a book you had to read and the teacher broke it up in sections and assigned several groups to present a chapter, my advice to you is to read the book in its entirety, for yourself. The reason I suggest this is that you need to know everything you can possibly glean from the text before you put your trust in your classmates to present relevant information to you, especially information that could possibly be presented on a future exam. There are some students who put so much trust in their peers that they forget that their peers might not be as serious about a course as they are, aim to not exclusively rely on your peers to present you informative information from a text. Although it might take a little work on your part and a little bit more dedication on your part to read the supplemental book in its entirety, that's the best decision that you'll make because you don't want to depend on someone to do your work for you and then get upset when they don't present information from a chapter for a test that a professor administers and you're missing all types of information that they could have presented during their segment regarding that chapter. It's not their job if you think about it. It's not their job to make sure that you get everything you need and you get ready for your test. It's not their job. It's your job to do it for yourself. If a professor does set up the class this way, remember that when a chapter is presented by a particular group, that's only a review for you. It's only a review. Although it might not be directly stated, it's not for you to just go blindly and believe what your peers are saying and just go based off their handouts when you haven't read the book in its entirety, and you have access to the book. You have access to go see if this information that's been given to you from these groups is even valid. And you confirm it by reading the book on your own. Also, be mindful that there are a few people in the course that you're taking who are in the audience, they're not telling everybody that they've read the book in its entirety. They probably won't even share that. But when the test is given, they're acing the test. Even if a group didn't put something in, they're not complaining because they know that information on their own. They've taken the time to do things for themselves, read the book in its entirety, and do what they need to do. So they're not going to announce, oh, well, I read the book for myself and I'm not worried about that. They're not going to do that. They probably won't even share anything. And it's not your job or my job to get mad at them because they took the initiative to get things done on their own. Our goal is to hold ourselves accountable and get things done. Another point I wanna make is that it's not the professor's job either to tell you to read the book in its entirety. If the professor lets the class know, okay, we have this book, it's 12 chapters, I want 12 groups, Each group is going to present this chapter or I want six groups and each group is going to present two chapters. Now, depending on the time that they have to present, they might not be able to cover everything in chapters one and two and so forth and so on. That's why it's our job, your job to read it in its entirety. So whatever is missing, you just connect the dots on your own. But don't look for the professor to tell you, I'm going to administer a test, and the test is going to cover chapters 1 through 12, and it's going to focus heavily on certain chapters and certain key points. And although each group is going to get here and present, some of that stuff's not even going to be relevant. Now, they're not going to tell you that, but it's your job to... Go read the book on your own. Read it for yourself so you can have an idea and a clear picture of where you're trying to go. Because in most higher education learning environments, the professor serves as the facilitator. Educators help bring about an outcome instead of just telling you what something is or telling you what something ought to be. Now, of course, there are certain principles that are taught. But holding grown people by the hand and making sure that they studied, making sure that they understand information, making sure that they reviewed and read their notes, making sure that they've taken notes in class, making sure that they did their homework, and then making sure that they read a supplemental book in its entirety for a future exam. Most professors will not do that. They just won't because they don't have the time to do that for each student. That's why it's important for you to do things yourself. You take the initiative to ask questions before, after class with the professor. Going to their office, having a conference, emailing them to make sure that you're doing everything you need to do. And then utilizing common sense. Understanding that if the teacher has given us a book where everybody in the group's have to present a chapter, it's not guaranteed that the people who are presenting something in this chapter will cover the things that will be on the exam, including myself. I'm not exempt. You're not exempt to believe that when you present, everything's just going to be in tip-top shape. It's going to be perfect. And everything that you went over is going to be on the exam. No. That's why you have to read things in its entirety. Read the book in its entirety so you can have an understanding for yourself. And as I stated earlier, somebody in that class has read the book. They've read it. They've read it in its entirety. And when that segment comes up after you present, where the class or the audience can ask questions based off the reading, some people who've read it, who are not letting you know that they read it, They'll ask key questions to see if you read it, to see if you know what you're talking about. And you want to have read the book so you can know what you're talking about instead of just jumping around, hopping, and just trying to catch up. You know what you're talking about, and you can answer questions effectively. So aim to do what you need to do for yourself. And I have another bit of advice. If you've read the book in its entirety, and you're doing what you need to do, It's not your job to coach people and teach people what you've learned. Now, if you want to do that, you can do that. That's your choice. But the reason I'm making this statement is because some people get caught up trying to help everybody else. And then they're not in the position to really do that. And they get caught up helping people because they feel guilty for doing their work, and they're putting in efforts to do what they need to get done. And then people are making them feel bad because they've taken the initiative to get three or four steps ahead or just be knowledgeable of what's going on. You have some classmates, oh, why'd you do this? Oh, could you help me? And that's a distraction that begins to slow you down. Now, I'm not saying you can't help people, but aim to assess who you're assisting Because some people, they don't even help themselves. They don't even see themselves as a priority to get things done. And if they don't see themselves as a priority, and they don't see studying as a priority, you don't need to be sewing into that. They need to do it themselves. Okay? You're not obligated to help somebody because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And they're mad at you because you did what you were supposed to do. And that's not only evident in the academic setting, that happens in the professional setting. It happens in families. It happens in friendships. People do that type of thing. Not everybody, just some people. And you don't want to get caught up. you doing what you're supposed to do. And somebody gets upset and, oh, well, uh, could you help me out? And now you're delaying what you need to do. So you got to think about that. Assess the situation before you just jump right on in. And you already know what I'm about to say. Pray about it. The Lord will let you know what's up. You need to set boundaries and implement them and stand by them. And of course, pray about them. Because if you're not used to setting up boundaries and people can make you feel guilty and you're a people pleaser, then you have a problem. And that problem needs to be fixed ASAP. And this tip is kind of... Similar to reading the Bible. It's your job. It's your responsibility to read God's Word for yourself. Not to wait for somebody to read God's Word to you. And then tell you how to live. Now it's a good review when you're speaking to a man or woman of God. Or you're listening to a man or woman of God. Or you're based in a Bible-believing church. But... It's your job to purchase a Bible or download a Bible, read the Bible daily, and ask God through prayer, what do these things mean? Because God's Word is alive and active. And it's your job to read God's Word and not let people just tell you what God said or tell you What something is because some people take things out of context to fit their own agenda. And if you're not reading God's word for yourself and you're just taking people's words at face value and you're not confirming what God's word says, you're in trouble. Because you'll be believing something that's not true. And then when the test of life come and you have to take the test of life then you might not pass or you'll be delayed or set back because you had the wrong information and you didn't read it for yourself. And you don't want to get caught up in a situation like that. It only takes one time. After that, you're like, "Mm -mm -mm, I need to read that. Okay, thank you, especially if you know it's not right because the Holy Spirit let you know. Oh, God didn't say that. That That is not in God's word. And you're like, oh, okay. Even if you don't know the specific scripture off the top of your head, the Holy Spirit will let you know what's right and what's wrong. Okay? So that's just a tip or something I thought about I wanted to share because as I was talking about it, I was thinking, well, that's applicable, that's relatable to God's Word. You have to know God's Word. You have to read God's Word in its entirety for yourself. And then you have some people get mad. You didn't tell me that. I mean, you're supposed to be telling me the Bible. No, you supposed to be reading the Bible on your own. you supposed to be developing that relationship with God for yourself. So you can be an example to others, but also you're living this thing out on your own. With God's help, of course, and his guidance. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Psalm the 128th chapter in the second verse, which reads, You shall eat The fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. This promise of God's word serves as a reminder that when we work, we are blessed and we will find the reward of doing what our hands have labored to do. This is applicable for every God honoring thing our hands labor in doing, which could be working with the less fortunate, working on our jobs working with our families, working through difficult situations, and it is even applied to working hard as a higher education student. When your hands labor in studying, when your hands labor in reading, when your hands labor in searching and typing and researching and preparing and organizing anything, then you will eat the fruit of that labor. Which could be understanding, academic growth, progression, great grades, so forth and so on. And then you're blessed and it shall be well with you. But it all depends on what you're laboring in and what your hands are working on. We can't eat the fruit of the labor of our hands when our hands aren't doing anything productive. There are some people, not everybody, but some people who have these moments where they want to have a reward when no work was invested in a process. And that's not how seed, time, and harvest works. So higher education students, do it for yourself. Put your hands to work. Keep God first and press forward as you aim towards your academic and personal targeted goals. Thank you all for tuning in, and if you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at college underscore success tips, where you will see encouraging college tips and updates, and feel free to share this podcast or subscribe to this podcast so that I can continuously encourage you in your academic and God-honoring personal targeted goals. Peace, and God bless.